What's up, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfect. I got my homeboy Tim with me. What happened? We're calling you to see if you wanted that extended What's going on? <laughs> uh, we're here to call you about your extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I've been uh, needing to get a hold of you guys. <laughs> yeah, you guys keep missing me and leaving messages, so I, I figured this is a great time to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect time to talk about it. Hell yeah. No, dude, I've seen some funny ass auto extended warranty things too. Um, I really wanted to call them just so that they would call me back so that I could do like some pranks with them. I'm dead serious. I want to oh, do like, sure. oh yeah, be like, hey, yeah, I've been waiting for you guys to call. Da, 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 and then put some samples in my punch pad and like some gunshots and some girl screams and stuff. Be like, yeah, look, I really want to get this worked out. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bitch. Get the fuck back down there. And have them screaming and shit. Help. Be like, yeah, so listen, throw some numbers at me. They, you know? <laughs> they would hang up so fast, man. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, they would. They would hang up so fast. <laughs> hell yeah. No, what's up, man? I've done a bunch of these with a bunch of different people from like people in Australia and California and everything. And, um, uh, we don't ever do video. We don't really, I mean, we've had people come in the show, maybe kick some freestyles and stuff, but we really never even posted that. Most of the stuff we do is podcasting and online and mostly networking. We mostly set up platform and network and connect the dots between people that won't get heard. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. so like uh, your avenue of music, right? Your genre of music, the redneck lifestyle, I know that you you probably go to uh, a bunch of different swamp meets and shit like that, mud meets and things like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I go to a couple. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that shit's badass. Well, that, that's the South for you. Like, seriously, people, right. I'm from California. So um, when I first got to Tennessee, it was like, what, 10, 12 years ago? And that's a sh culture shock. Dude, people do okay, not do yeah, that for shit. Sure. Yeah, people don't do that shit out in California. People are like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? You get mud on the bottom of your shoes, you're pissed off. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> right, no doubt. No, it's way different out here, and I love it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, plus, I've been farming. Farming like a mud. <laughs> yeah, me and Tim are that's, farmers now. Hey, that's real work right there, man. I promise hey, you. Hey, it is real work. <laughs> hats off, dude. I promise you hats off. Hats that's fucking people off. People don't understand. Oh, my gosh. Hey, listen. To all the people that don't actually understand what farming entails, fuck. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. Oh, I'm yeah, a lot of people. I'm from Oklahoma, man, so <laughs> that's all we got here: farmers and ranchers. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, Oklahoma. I know the music scene is real big in Oklahoma. Man, come on. <laughs> the music scene is is not real big in Oklahoma. Um, some country music. Is, is known from here. Of course, we do have large artists from here, but they all go to Nashville to record, man. There's no, uh, there's no music scene here in Oklahoma, really. Nah, it's just like a flower state. But you know what, though? A lot of people do go down there. I, I mean, there's a lot of people strug, Lil White, DJ probably going down there all the time. Oh, yeah, no, no. There's people that come through here. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying there's no... There's no active, okay, so the active people down there? 
<laughs> yeah, bro, there's no consistency. Uh, so, so check this out. So I'm from Lawton, Oklahoma, which is about an hour south of Oklahoma City. And my town has 100,000 people. So we're one of the bigger places in Oklahoma. I mean, of course, there's nothing here. There's more cows than people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I've been doing this music stuff for about seven, you know, damn, man, like seven years now, like seriously, you know what I mean? Uh, all the shows I've ever done are either I put the show together myself and I'm the only person you know, performing and it's like some, you know, Knuckles is performing at this event or whatever, or it's a hip hop show and where I'm opening, my music doesn't really fit in any way. Like I always impress people with my skills, but my music doesn't necessarily fit with the crowd, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I mean, no, it, it makes perfect just, sense. Yeah. So it's just become recently, man, that as country rap is getting bigger, I've started doing more, more country rap shows. And like you said, the mud bogs and stuff, I'm actually a, the end of the month, I'm going to Illinois to Diesel's Mud Ranch. It's a 350-acre mud park there in Illinois, and I'll, I'll be performing there. You know, they invited me up. They got a nice little lineup. Uh, so, and it's cool. Those events are way different because all of those people know who I am. You know, yes. <laughs> they want to buy my T-shirts right away. You know, it's, it's great. It's like I said, but what I'm saying is that's lacking here in Oklahoma. So, my genre uh, is really lacking. Even though you would think Oklahoma would be a place for country rap, you know, I'm I'm the biggest by far, obviously, but I mean, there's just not a lot of a scene either for that. There's not a lot of mud bogs here. There's a couple couple big events for that, you know, but, and then like I said, the music scene is, is country music coming through, but, but the recording and stuff, man, all those people go to Nashville, you know, like Garth Brooks is from here. He went to Nashville. Carrie Underwood, you know, went to Nashville. I mean, everybody, everybody goes to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. No, no, everybody goes to Tennessee. You ain't lying. I mean, Nashville's huge, too. And, I mean, but Nashville, I mean, right outside of Nashville, you got Up Church, and then inside Nashville, you got Strug and Jelly, and all those dudes who, like, take it over that whole section of that genre, paving a wave for everybody else, just like in your genre. Like, Leroy Biggs. Dude's a beast. Yes. And, but he's got a little more different swag. He can kind of fit in to any other type of rap style. So, have you heard mine and Leroy's song? Yes. Okay, so yeah, so no handouts, right? But it's got a really trap beat because, like, when I hit him up about about working together, you know what I mean? I was like, what, you know, what kind of song do you want to do? And he was like, just throw a trap beat at me, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I was like, okay, let's do a trap beat, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, yeah, so we did a trap beat, you know what I mean? But, yeah, he, yeah. yeah of course, it's a good song. But it's like you said, it totally... If, if it wasn't for the fact we're also talking about creeks and some other shit, you know, that that song could totally just be hip hop, you know what I mean? No, but it's still, uh, it's, it still fits within the, the genre. You know, that's the thing is that country rappers, uh, a lot of us, well, not a lot of us, some of us don't suck, man. Some of us can actually fucking rap, you know what I mean? Uh, no, there's some of these dudes that are, that are coming, there's some people coming to the top now, like you said, church, you know, the churches, the struggles, the jellies. I mean, I've been a fucking Jelly fan, bro. We got out of prison the same year. Me and Jelly got out of prison the same year. Uh, I've been following Jelly Roll since he had, like, fucking 5,000 followers on Facebook. You know what I mean? Hell <laughs> like, yeah. so to see, someone, to see someone like him win as big as he's winning in the last year, bro, is, like, just an encouragement to, to me just in, in life in general. Shit, much less music. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a, it's a big deal to see someone like him winning. So, so someone like Jelly Church, you know, Adam, these dudes, they could really rap, you know what I mean? And they're starting to show people that there's people in our genre who can really rap, you know? So I'm I'm, I'm excited to see what this next year brings for us, to be honest with you, because we're just starting. How do you fit Mercules in that conversation? 
I know it's fucking different. <laughs> I know it's completely different. Man, I don't know, bro. So listen, here's the funny thing about country rap, and I'm gonna put the I'm putting country rap in fucking quotation marks when I say that. So and man, I have a lot of songs that are are just hip hop. I mean, I've been rapping my whole life, bro. I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, a lot of my cousins are half black. Okay, so like I grew up with black people. I, I always grew up rapping. I was always the white boy who could rap. Like, and I was fine with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even in prison, bro, I rapped in prison, and I'd be the only white boy. You know what I mean? But I'm a white boy, white boy. Like, you know, I just I'm a white boy, white boy. I don't pretend to be black or anything like that. You know, I, but I never, I never me me not pretending and just being myself was authentic with everybody. So that shit worked. So like all the black dudes would be like, oh, come on, Knuckles, come on, we're about to go freestyle. You know what I mean? So like I'd go down and rap this shit. But Hell yeah. I, it just showed me I could rap anywhere and I could rap anything, you know, so I've always loved rap. But then when I started really trying to make music and take this shit seriously, I made a couple songs that were kind of talking about country shit a little bit. And I know I'm familiar with people like Bubba Sparks and some other, you know, but it was what it was one of those things. Those songs got a little bit more reaction than some of the other shit I was doing at the time. And so I realized all it was was I was just being authentic. You know, I was rapping about fishing because I like fishing. You know what I mean? So that that shit resonated with people. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, uh, I feel that. It's just hip hop in general resonates to authenticity. So whatever that is, you know, and in country rap is starting to find its authenticity. You know, people are starting to come along who are very authentic, who have lived the lifestyle, who have done some shit and can tell some good stories about it, you know what I mean, that people are relating to, so. Yeah, 100%. So you're a really good rapper? <laughs> I'm a really good rapper, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and it's funny you say that, though, too, because I'm a battle rapper, too, and that's something that, I mean, and I haven't battle rapped in a little while, but if you go on my YouTube channel, you know, I have some battle rap videos on there, and I, I've done live battle raps, I've done online battle raps, you know, I've done several... I'm not I'm not afraid of that. Like I said, I've always been the white boy who had to prove he could rap. So I really ate that shit up, you know. Especially, you know, like Eminem on eight mile, like I I really loved that. You know, I I have always loved that. You know, growing up, of course, like that's the shit I looked towards. It, it was fine having to prove I could rap. I, I, I like that. You know what I mean? So Hell yeah. It doesn't bother me. You Hell know? yeah. Talk about it, be about it. Hell yeah. So yeah, look, exactly. So, talk talk so, about it, be about it. <laughs> so look, man, what before you got into rapping did, did you get locked up before then? Did you start rapping in prison? Okay. Did you? No. So okay. So I'll tell my my prison story. So I've been rapping uh, since I, I got my first rap tape uh, for Christmas. So so any kids listening, Santa Claus brought me a rap tape, and it was the Fat Boys coming back hard again. And uh, <laughs> after I after I played it, there's a song on there called Hell No. It's the last song on the second side, and dude, it, in it. My mom opened the door and lost her shit. You know what I mean? It was like, oh my God, I cannot believe Santa Claus brought you this kind of music. You know what I mean? <laughs> but dude, I, I was in love with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, mine, so, was, mine was too short. <laughs> right. So there you go. Right. So two weeks later, I knew every I knew every word on that on the tape. You know what I mean? So now I'm, I'm rapping all these Fat Boys songs. Well, then from that, it was just, I could learn any rap song like immediately. Like I had an ear for it, you know? And my mom would be like, I don't understand. I don't know how you understand what those people are saying. You know, and so eventually it was like, well, I started trying to write my own stuff, you know. So as a teenager, I started writing my own stuff. And then, man, I got into drugs and uh, gang banging, you know, and, and guns. Guns and methamphetamines uh, pretty much ruined my life. I started, I started shooting meth when I was 15. Uh, by the time, you know, by the time I was 
20, uh, I was already headed to prison and when we strung out, I had gun charges, you know, had had all kinds of stuff. I had been robbed for $86,000 worth of drugs, you know, like, had been all kinds of shit shot at, you know, stuff that, like, my mom and dad would have never been proud of. I wasn't raised like that. Uh, you know, my dad was a military man. He was either a retired sergeant major, he's passed away now, but, you know, so he was in the military for 27 years, so he was just wasn't like that, but I grew up on the street around people who, who put me into that, so... That shit led me to prison at 20. So I did five years. I got out when I was 25. Uh, I did a lot of changing in prison. You know, something that, that, you know, a lot of people would be like, ah, people find religion in prison or faith religion in prison or whatever. But I would say that I got closer, you know, to God, whatever whatever God is, you know, whatever personal. I've seen a lot of people have personal beliefs. You know, I just say I, I, I grew more spiritual. I realized there's, there's bigger things to life than, than sticking needles in your arm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, so I made some... You know, I made changes in there, but, but something that didn't change was the rap. The rap, like I said, in there, even in prison, you know, I would be the only white boy down on the way pile. You know what I mean? They'd be like, and it's Peckerwood down here all the time, you know. But then, but then with that, you know, they'd be, because that down at the way yeah. pile, yeah. all the dudes would start rapping, you know what I mean? But then I started rapping too, and then like, like I said, it was like a mutual respect thing. But everybody knew like Knuckles was like a white boy, white boy. Like he's a stand-up white boy. He's always yeah. been a white yeah. boy, you know what I mean? Like. I never had to pretend, you know what I mean? I, I didn't know. I guess it was weird, you know, having black family members, like, it was never like a thing to try to pretend to be black. I did see that. I grew up with white boys that acted like that, you know, that were super, like, like Malibu's most wanted type white boys, you know what I mean? So, look, question, <laughs> I guess, uh, but... in, in, the, in, the, in the penitentiaries where you were at in Oklahoma, did you go state or feds? I was in the state, yeah. Oklahoma okay, so, so what is it like predominantly? Because like me, I've never been to Oklahoma, so my first thought is it's predominantly white. You know, like Florida. So, Florida was a lot of white people down there. Tennessee just depends on where you're at. West, out west, okay, there's gonna be a okay. lot of black folks. Well, we're we're split. We're really we're really. You'd be surprised uh, because here here in Oklahoma, first off, we're Indian territory. Trail of Tears, you know, wherever they send okay, all the yeah. natives here. So we have a large Native American population. We have a, a large uh, Mexican-American population because of immigrants, obviously, we're right yes, past Texas, yeah, you know, and, and, I mean, legal or whole, illegal, either way, you know, right, of course, we're, we're yep. right there, right, but we have a very large African-American population as well, you know, black population, because of us being Indian territory early, lots of freed slaves and stuff came and settled in this area, you know what I mean, so we, we have a large urban culture in places like Oklahoma City, Tulsa. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Tulsa race riot yeah. or Black Wall Street. Okay, so so Black like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, right, urban shit in Oklahoma is big. You would be surprised. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't, don't think about it until you say something like that, like Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street was literally in Oklahoma. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, yep. so the urban community is strong here. And especially here where I'm at in Lawton, we're an army base. We're the world's largest artillery base, Fort Sill. And so, Fort you know, Seal. any army, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an army brat, you know what I mean? So like, I've been deployed. Okay. So, so you just, yeah. you, no, you know, you accept all people. Yep. Yeah. 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 You accept all people, Yo, you no, know, I so accept, that shit like yeah. here. 100 percent I mean, but okay so that's, but it, that's the way that you have to be now here's the, the, now here's the thing that was the reason why i was asking so I, i've been to a few different penitentiaries and depending on where you're at geologically you're gonna have different people you know saying different groups like uh northeast when i first got there is like predominantly white when i went to hardeman county out in west tennessee that was predominantly black when i was in florida that was predominantly white so it was different 
you know, where you're at is just where it is. And the politics are way different. The gangs are way different. Yeah, yeah, the way yeah. you have to move is way okay, different. Okay, so different. Okay, so here's the thing. Different penitentiaries within our state, and I, and I know this is going to sound weird, are, are racially kind of segregated, if that makes sense. Like, we have certain yards that are white boy yards, and then we have certain yards they call gangbanger yards, and then there are a couple yards that the Indians run. IBH, that's like the Indian gang, the Indian Brotherhood. Yeah. Like, so, so, and the politics would be different, you know what I mean? But, like, uh, it's weird here, man, because, like, I didn't run with any like white boy gangs or anything. I'm just not a racist person. You know what I mean? So I didn't really get down like that. But I watched them like politics and like over time, one of them uh, like basically absorbed all the others. And so there was all this like inner conflict amongst the white boys constantly. Like, and I was like, man, this is crazy. Like these dudes can't get nothing together. You know what I mean? But like I watched a lot of the other groups, they were just chill amongst themselves. You know what I mean? So I was like, it was kind of a weird deal. I don't know. Nah, no, it was that, like that, that. I think truthfully, I think that that happens with any organization, anything that you ever get into, whether you open up a shop or a freaking barber shop or anything. I mean, everybody's just different. Everybody's come from different walks of life, you know. But, yeah, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, so, but that's why I say like I was always just. I never pretended to be anything. I never really, you know. I was just myself. You know what I mean? There ain't no other way to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it was. Like, everybody knew I was country as fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they also knew that I, I did a bunch of gangster shit, too, and that's kind of how I got to prison. And, and then I was trying to do something different, too. Like, that was the biggest thing. Like, I had decided, you know, because I had messed up several times, but I had decided that, like, yo, like, this is it right here. I'm not trying to come back to the penitentiary again. This is my second time down. Like, because I, I was out, and, like, I, I, I went in, got out, and went right back in. I'm like, right back in. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was I was really dumb. So it was five calendars by the time I got out. And then, like, I was like, this just ain't, this ain't for me. You know, like, I want to do something. I didn't have any kids or anything. So I wanted to do something. I just wanted to have kids, wanted to try to build a life, you know. So that was it. I got out and was really far in debt. You know, I owed a bunch of fines. Like, dude, when you have, man, it was stupid. <laughs> stupid. It's stupid the shit you get fined. You know, it's stupid what you get fined for, bro. Like, you get caught with a gun and they fine you ten grand. It's like what? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, oh like, yeah, hundred percent. You're like, but you guys already kept like, my gun. What is the why? You guys already yeah, kept like, my gun. Like, you guys should. Yeah, I don't understand. That yeah. was a, yeah, dude, that was a nice block. <laughs> I spent like six hundred bucks on it. Right, you owe right. me, that's motherfucker. Ex that's exactly right. You know, so that was it. And I had already fought. You know, I had did a bunch of fighting and attorney fees and blah blah blah. You I know, because I, I would never understand a gun charge. It's literally a Second Amendment. You know yeah, saying? it's crazy. Well, and and you know, once they and that's the thing is like, you know, once you're in a commission of another felony, they it doesn't matter whether it's a legal gun or not. And now it's an illegal gun. You know what I mean? So, yep. so even if you're being arrested on a hearsay charge and shit goes south, which tends to happen when it was arrested like I was, because there was like about 14 sheriff cars that rolled up, you know what I mean? Like bulletproof vests. They got the whole squad. It was the whole bad deal. Shit like, just goes south. You know what I mean? Like, hey, and it doesn't matter what. what you guys yeah, I'm yelling. I'm yelling. Hey, I have a gun in my pants. You know, I'm trying to give them their attention so no one shoots me. And then like, finally one person hears what I'm saying. And then he just starts screaming. He's he's got a gun. Gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to die. Fuck. And then, I mean, this was, you know, this was a long time ago. I mean, I've been out for 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, this was, this was freaking 17 years ago, but man, so I, you know, the climate. Where did the, where did the change come? 
You know, I, I know that a lot of people like I, I I've been twice. So my first time, I obviously didn't learn my fucking lesson. So the second yeah, time, same. the second same. time is when when I, I I learned my lesson when I realized, holy shit, dude, I'm turning. 30. Okay, so so several things. Uh, like I said, one was, you know, I got some spiritual, read some books, you know, fucking try to think about some things bigger than myself. Uh, my grandma died and uh, she fucking, it was crazy, man. Like I was, I was at a holding facility, like, you know, going through like a uh, reception and process and waiting to go to a real yard. And uh, she wrote me a letter and she told me this in it. She told me like what God's plan for me was for my life or whatever. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I mean, crazy. Yeah. Anyway, fucking she, I ended up, I was supposed to go to one yard, but it, right at the end they changed my shit and they sent me to the yard that was literally pretty close to my house. Well, granny was dying. And I, I knew I'd never see her again, but then they made this change of plans. Well, you know, you get your first visit 30 days before background checks and everything, as long as they're immediate, immediate family. family members. Yeah. Right. So my mom and dad brought my granny to see me on Saturday. She died Sunday morning. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, that, that letter that she sent me that where she told me everything God was going to tell me, it didn't catch up to me for like three weeks. You know what I mean? Cause I had pulled chain and went to the real yard. And you yeah. know how Mel yeah, is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So this letter, this letter catches up to me. Right, bro. I was lucky. I fucking totally forgot about it even. You know what I mean? I had already went and because I got to see her at the funeral home. I didn't get to go to the funeral, but I got to, they took me to shot because I was real high security. You know what I mean? So I have a kidnapping charge and shit too. So like, <laughs> bad, bad charge. Uh, so like, you know, I was in shackles and the black box and everything, but they let me have like as long as I wanted in the little viewing room with her, you know, whatever. But then this letter catches up to me, bro. And in the letter, she said that God told her she was going to get to see me and hug my neck one more time before she went to be with him. But bro, when she wrote those words, like I was supposed to go to a facility all the way across the state. There was no way she could travel. She was never going to get to see me. And then they literally changed the orders like the week I was supposed to pull chain from there. And they sent me to a fucking yard that was 20 minutes from my mom and dad's house. You know what I mean? That's fucking... Like that's it, was, it, it was insane. You know what I mean? And that was the beginning of the change. That was one of those things that, that hit the light bulb to be like, damn, man. I'm not gonna stay here and pretend like I know what the hell God is, but I sure felt like that was something bigger than anything I felt before. You know what I mean? Yeah, you ain't lying. No, he was. No, so I started. Ways. I promise you that. Right. Yeah, bro. So I just started giving, you know, some feeling to that, and then I started helping people, bro. That was another thing. Uh, like, I mean, I'm not like I'm not trying to brag, but I'm like I'm a, an intelligent person. Like I'm an IT guy by trade. I have a lot of certification that I've gotten since I got out of prison. You know, that's why I have a, a pretty decent living because I have a good day job. But while I was in there, man, I, I helped several people study to help to get their GED and shit like that. And and it was just like, it was helping people. Like I realized like, man, I'm, I'm helping somebody. I'm not getting shit out of this, but I'm helping this dude read this big word that he doesn't understand. And his eyes are lighting up when he See. realizes how to say the word. You know what I mean? Like, so how and that's just amazing to see a grown man. That's getting everything Well, that's what I'm, but that's what, but that's what I'm saying. I realized that, we, but it was a tangible, bro. I'm from the streets. Oh yeah. I need if money. No, I need, I need something. I need a, right. I need, I need something, bro. I need yep. something. You shit, it doesn't even gotta be money. You owe me a favor or something. You know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, hell yeah. but this was the first time I was, I was giving something to people that wasn't, I wasn't asking for nothing back. You know what I mean? So that was the same kind of deal. And then when I got out, man, it was the same way. You know, like I said, I lost granny. I was helping people. I just decided I was gonna try to. I was gonna try to do some shit different. You know what I mean? I just tried to fly straight. You know, I I, I stayed clean. You know, I, I never say sober. I'm not sober. You know what I mean? I, I drink, so I don't well, consider I mean, myself a sober person. Not, you know what I mean? That's not hard drugs. 
what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, I say that. And, you know, and, 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 and like, of course, I'm in Oklahoma and I have medical marijuana card. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I use my medical marijuana, too. Yep. But, but I to stay marijuana. clean. Amen. Yeah, shout out to medical marijuana. It, it really has made a difference. But I've been clean from hard substances. I mean, even I've not, not even popped any like pills or anything in 16 years, man. Like I just celebrated that shit in April. Oh, dude, fuck and up. I was like, man, that's a, a sweet 16. Yeah, since the, since the time I got arrested, the second time going in, I haven't touched anything. You know what I mean? Like I didn't do anything in prison. Didn't do anything when I got out. I've watched my friends relapse. Yeah. I've watched my friends go back in. You know I mean, I've watched people I, I, I've grown up with, man. I watched one of my friends I just grew up with just snapped out. Uh, this was just a couple of months ago, man. Killed killed his old lady, killed all his kids, like, at his mom's house in front of everybody. You know, and it was like, what the hell were you going through, bro, at this point in life? You know, like, like holy you know, shit. but I know I, I know, I know the answer was ultimately he had a drug habit that nobody realized was that yeah. bad. Damn. That he kept under wraps because he had money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that makes me realize, like, I'm thankful because I have a real bad addictive personality, and I know that. You know, see anything, even if like, you know, like, you know, in prison, like, I, dude, I started working out, and it was like, dude, I'm working out Every as much day as I can work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Right. Doing push-ups, and you're like, dude, I've already <laughs> right, bro, exactly. Water bag all day, oh, right? Dude, I yeah, bro. Yeah, all day. So, yeah. So that's so, what that's what I think. So I believe everybody. uh breeze off of opportunity when when you first touched down i think last time when i first touched down i didn't have nothing i didn't have an opportunity i didn't have nobody there with open arms saying look let's do this here's a game plan let's operate on this now you know when you're sitting in that box you have a thousand different man i could do this i could get rich this way i could do this i could get rich this way and you know you always have yeah. those, you know, <laughs> everybody has them so um fucking when you touch down i believe everybody operates off opportunity and sometimes you don't get those opportunities. You don't have people there who are going to help you with these opportunities. Um, where was your opportunity at? Did somebody okay. automatically yeah. have, have your back the second you touched down? Um, so, sort of. So, so the first time I went to prison, uh, mom and dad were real disappointed in me. They didn't really have much to do with me while I was in. I kind of same way, you know. And the first time I only I did like eleven months. I, I, I wish I had did a little longer. I, I wouldn't have went right back. You know what I mean? Because just a couple months later, I went right back. You know what I mean? Like I literally, I literally like grabbed meth the first day I was out. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. that. Like I went right back. So Wait, I wish I, I had got a little longer than eleven smarter. months. You're ten times smarter when you touch down the first time. You yeah, that's all it was. It was. It, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dumb. You know, dumb. Everything. You know Man, so. I ain't getting caught this time. We straight. No, that's exactly what I thought. You know, so I went right back. Well, the second time when I got out, I had met a pastor uh, at one of the at, at a place here at one of the, the prisons I was at, and he he owned a landscaping company here in town where I lived. You know what I mean? And he told me that when I got out, you know, and he knew I had ten years. You know what I mean? He was like, "When you get out, he was like, I know it'll be three or four years from now." He's like, "I'll give you a job." He's like, "I got to do contact." No, and he knew me. I knew his niece. We had went to school together. Like, so he knew who I was, and he knew I was trying to change. You know, this small town Oklahoma shit. Small town Oklahoma shit. You know what I mean? So he was like, he threw it out there. I'm gonna give you a chance. You know what I mean? And he did this for a lot of people. Like, he actually was working with the work center for a while to give guys. I mean, it's a landscape company, so it's hard work. So he needs people all the time. You know what I mean? So somebody who's strong, who's got a strong back, shit, he'll give him a job. You know what I mean? So dude gave me a job. Like, and, and more than that, when I was going up for parole. I asked him if he would write me a letter saying I had a job, and he absolutely did. You know what I mean? So that helped me, and, and I got out four and a half years on that ten. You know, that second time, like I said, so all told, it was over five calendars or whatever. But uh, I had a job. You know what I mean? Like that—that 
that was what I focused on when I got out because I had a crap ton of fines that I owed them. I was on an ankle monitor, so I had to pay for that. So every day when I woke up, I was $5 in debt to Oklahoma DOC because it cost $5 a day for me to have that ankle monitor. I hope you didn't you know smoke I mean? cigarettes. You, I, I did smoke hey, cigarettes, bro. Yeah, you know no I smoke cigarettes, what. bro. That's you, what I'm saying. Yeah, you know I smoke cigarettes. No matter what. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm yeah, I mean, but but that's the thing. So so for the first three years I was out, bro, I didn't even drink. Not not because I was like trying to be on like a high horse or anything. I had to spend it. my money to try to get my life right, right? I couldn't. And I didn't even want to start because I was like, well, as soon as I start drinking, then I'm going to justify having a couple of beers on Friday when I really need to put that money towards these fines to get out from under this DOC custom. So I, so I did that. I made the sacrifices. I worked my butt off, you know, 60, 70 hours a week landscaping. You know what I mean? Uh, dude was like, yo, I made a great hand, gave me a couple raises. You know, like, uh, you know, it wasn't a lot of money, but I mean, shit, it was more than, you know, <laughs> it was more than gang pay. So it was paying the bills and, and I paid off my fines, you know. I, yeah, I mean, so I got up out from underneath all that, man, and I just kept working. Uh, that job ended up, you know, like it got thin uh, around the winter. I ended up moving around, got a job doing cowboy shit for a little while. Like I, I worked for a rodeo company for five years. Uh, I ended up getting on at this place that did manufacturing for an oil company. Then they laid me off and I ended up going back to school. Like the layoff was so big, I qualified for this government assistance program. I went back to school and got some uh, some IT certifications and then went went back to work in, in the IT field. And that's what I've been doing for the last five, five or six years now, you know? So I really have an established career at this point, but I, I had to like, you know, I, I scraped and clawed at every opportunity that was given to me. That's what I always tell my, my wife, like we always talk about this, uh, like with my music, if I'm ever given one shot, I will not drop the ball. It's a, it's just absolute, you know what I mean? Because I, so many times since I've got out of prison, I've had to take that one shot. Because even like with this IT shit that I do now, I have a bunch of certifications, of like a bunch, I have like 15, because I know that my resume has to look better than that other person's because if they run a background check too deep, <laughs> I'm not getting the job, you know what I mean? No, like, this is what it is, you and know? especially yeah. sensitive shit, you know what I mean? And yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. In IT, we deal with sensitive data. You know, I can't work for the government just because I can't get a top secret clearance. Yep. Uh, but, but I mean, I have a great IT job, you know, and I work for a big oil company, and and you know, I they trust me. I mean, I passed my background check. Obviously, my felonies, you know, the background check only goes back seven years, yep. so my felonies are older than that at this point. You know what I mean? So, but but some some places and some some states, it just depends. You know, the rules are different everywhere, and I wish they weren't. You know, because it sucks for felons in different states that don't have voting rights and things like that. Certain thing, you know, Florida just got him back. You know, just you know how it is. I mean, yeah, some places it's different. You know, so it. right. So some places they can go as far back as they want, and if they really want to, they don't even have to run an actual technical background check. All they got to do is hop on the internet and run my name. You know what I mean? Like that is the that's just a, thing about that, Google. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All that's they just do is Google your name and be like, oh, hey, right. Well, and that's why, like. Right. Well, that's why as I've grown larger as a rap artist, too, uh, I'm very transparent with my life. I'm very transparent with my felonies. I'm very transparent. You know, like I, I don't ever try to hide anything because I'm like, well, crap, there's no point in it. You know what I mean? Because if you try to hide anything, someone's going to throw it on front street right away. Oh, 100%. You know, so, yeah. So I don't ever try to pretend like I don't have a checkered past or that I'm some, some you know, wonderful 
country star or something. I'm just not, you know, I'm just a guy. <laughs> right. so. I think, you know what though? Um, just to just to throw this out there, because uh, I know I, I, I guarantee you'll feel me on this. Uh, I got a buddy that used to always say uh, when I was locked up with him. He used to always say, "Well, look, this is the sober you. This is you when you're stripped away from everything. This gives you the time to reflect on yourself." But the biggest thing about reflecting on yourself and being the sober you in a place surrounded by other individuals is they like to focus on the sober you as well. So if you start with some bullshit shenanigans and you ain't being yeah. real, you got some, we gonna find out every flaw in your fucking character real, real quick. quick. Real, yeah, real quick, quick. Yeah. So, and yeah. because that's the thing, a I lot of people can hide behind money, they can hide behind uh, other people, they can hide behind their cars and their music and anything else. But when you get behind them walls and you, but now, oh yeah, bro. Now I say all that to say this: you gotta hide behind your hand. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, like, uh, like, what's your strap game look like? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's look, what you gotta I, hide behind. But I say all that to say this: if you've sat there with enough time, with enough level-headedness, that you can focus on the sober you and realize what you want out of life, more than just a materialistic. Like, I want to be comfortable in life. You know, you have specific goals, and, but they're focused on how you better yourself and opposed to anything else. Then having that same mentality when you touch down and get those opportunities, grinding with those opportunities. And see, I salute you for that. Now, a lot of people have a hard time to grasp that. For the, to, to say, listen, if, if I grab this bottle, I know for a fact I'm going to justify it. I know for a fact I'm going to be listening. You know what? Like with Bud, I love some chronic. Now it's legal, but that doesn't say that it's free. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. so yeah. for the fact that, oh, I know that I got to pay this bill, this bill, and this bill. I know I got to be a responsible adult. But you know what? I'm going to shoot and just say fuck it for a day or two. That day or two turns until the next time you get fucked off. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know what that's I'm exactly yeah, that's why I, I mean, you know, so I, and, and okay, so I, you know, I did some treatment classes too while I was in prison, obviously. Yeah. Uh, like I had to do, I had to do like a treatment program. I did all that. I was at or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember. I did uh, MRT or some shit, I think. Yeah, it was MRT. That's exactly what it's called. Like moral recognition therapy or some shit. And it was like, you know, it was exactly what you said. It was to make you look at yourself. Yes. But I realized that ain't, that ain't bad. <laughs> Everybody should take a good long look at themselves sometimes, man. You know, we're shitty people as humans, man. And like you said, we put on this exterior. I was going to ask you when you were talking about it, did you do any time in solitary? Did you do any time by yourself? I did 102 days. That was the longest 102 I've ever did. Days. Yeah, that's the longest I ever did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a long ass time. So you already know that's way longer. Than, than anything I ever did. Yep. I mean, 12 days is the most, like, but I, you know, totally isolated. Like, the only person you see is like a guard coming by at count time. Cause I was in a, I was on a medical holdover in this weird facility, you know, during like processing and reception. So I literally saw no one, bro. Like, and there was nothing. I had a Bible, you know how it is. Like, that's yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I was like, like, and I always tell That shit fucking sucks. No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no windows, yeah, see, okay. no nothing. Right. Okay, see, our old county was like that, and and I did, I did, I've been to SHU several times, but in Oklahoma DLC, uh, unless you're at the the one maximum facility we have, even the high medium, 
all of the shoes are two men cells, you know what I mean? So you have a celly even in, in DU, you know what I mean? Even in, in SHU. So it's kind of weird, I don't know. Well, no, 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 that's different because, all right, listen, this is how it goes. SHU, what we call SMU, but California SHU is special housing units. Right. Special Yeah, 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 segregated housing units. Yeah, okay, so that actually is right before Max. So that's actually close. Okay, okay. You know, you got your minimum, medium, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max. So what they do is they put you in SHU or SMU right before they max you out or right after they max you out. Sometimes you'll go for max. Okay, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, in California yeah. though, y'all have a lot of big facilities and shit too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, in Oklahoma, we only have one actual maximum facility. All the others that are technically maxes, they call high medium. Okay. And it's because they, they're not 23 hour lockdown. We yes. only have one facility that's 23 hour lockdown. The high mediums are all super controlled movement. Like. Like when I was at a facility, uh, I did 18 months at this place here, and I went outside probably 15 times. So, you know what I mean? Like, for real. Like, we were supposed to get outside wreck on the yard, bro, but we never did. I mean, you'd walk through like chain link breezeways and shit, but we never got to go outside on the wreck yard like we were supposed to. We just didn't because, man, there was always somebody who was stabbed or some shit, you know? (laughs) See, the CCAs, y'all got CCAs out there, don't you? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I think CCA, they. I think CCAs they left away. CCAs are newer. CCAs, I know, are a lot newer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have CCA for sure. I know we did. Now we have a uh, Geo. Which is what's out here? Geo. They still, own like three still, or four of the prisons it's out still here now. Privatized. Yeah, you hear what you said? Yeah, it's they private. It's private. Yeah. 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 So listen. Yeah, I was at those, a private. Um, most of those prisons, like everyone that's in Tennessee, is all mm-hmm. indoor. It's all indoor. You don't go outside. Period. Yeah, just skylights and shit, right? Oh, no. No, we ain't got no damn skylights. No, they just... I'm talking about in the pod. You don't have, like, skylights in the pod? Oh, yeah, in the pod. Yeah, they got skylights in the pod. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they have to... Yeah, they got They made my county jail put skylights in because of, like, a a law. Yeah, some (laughs) some stupid ass shit. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get melon melanin or something from the sun like vitamin yeah. D yeah no but I mean I think in uh, yeah they don't have to let you years, outside though <laughs> in like three years that I went outside like three or four times I'm probably yeah, that's exaggerating wild, but, you know no it, but no you're. I mean up. you're right yeah like I said yeah it was like 15, 20 I mean it wasn't it wasn't a lot like I said we walked through breezeways and shit but actually going out on the rec yard like we were supposed to yeah nah that didn't happen you know and it was because like you said that was the privatized prison and like when we first got there, that was the first thing they told us, man, this is a business. Yeah, this is a business. <laughs> You're a product. Yeah. If you cause us to lose money, we will X you out. And I was like, oh. 100%. Okay. 100%. <laughs> All right. And generally, it's like I, 9 I guess out I'll of just 10 shut up. females. It's like 9 out of 10 females right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they pay everybody. Like, yeah. Six bucks an hour. Stay, yeah. <laughs> yep, six bucks an hour. And you just worked at McDonald's. You can work here. Yep. I, mean, I think I heard yep, one that's time exactly they said, it. if you ever want to see the scum of the earth, go to your local prison at Shift Change. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> that's the truth. I mean, it's true. I've known them. And it's crazy because, like, I did, like I said, I went to one of the prisons that was pretty close to my house. And so, like, I knew some guards even that worked there, bro. And I had to, like, you know, basically just pretend like I ain't know him. You know what I mean? And, and one of them, I knew he was a gangbanger from the streets. And when I seen bro, like his eyes got huge, bro. You know what I mean? Cause he was yeah. like, oh my God, this dude's gonna throw me under the bus and say some shit. But I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't say nothing, you know what I mean? But like, he didn't work there very long either. Like the turnover rate was ridiculous. Well, see, it's, it's a little bit different at those CCAs. I like those guards out there. 
some of these guards, though, if I ran into them at Walmart, I might smack them. And just yeah, see, I just blame them. Man, like, I looked at it as like, man, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, yeah, exactly. We did have some that were like that. You know, I mean, that's the thing is that you get those dudes in there that, that come in thinking they're Captain America, but then they run into a guy that's got a 700-year sentence. You know what I mean? That's true. But <laughs> you're, you know you're not going you know to beat I, that man. You I, know what I mean? I always tried to put myself in their shoes, like put, having that mindset. You know, because you probably got that dude that's got 700 years and he's 18 years old. And fucking the only thing he wants to do is tat his face and gangbang. And he probably talks oh, I'm sure, to you yeah. shitty as fuck. You know he's going to talk shit and spit on you and bomb on you. Yeah. And you probably dealt with a yeah. hundred of these motherfuckers yep. every day. Yep. I, I don't disagree. Yep. Yeah, I, I tried to treat everyone with respect. Yeah. And, and I appreciated the guards that treated everyone with respect. You know, and those guards did the best, man. The and ones that came the in there and just lasted. treated you like a human, yep. they lasted, right? Because they went lasted. home every night and they, they took that job and they treated it like a fucking job. You know what I mean? They yeah. didn't they didn't try to treat it like it was I don't know, man. It's just a it's a weird world and it, you know, you you only know there if you've been there. Like yeah. you know, and that's why I gravitate I always gravitate towards uh, artists, music artists who have done prison time as well. Just because they always have shit in their rhymes that only we know about you. Know? <laughs> like, yeah, you ain't lying. If I start talking about the lunch trays or something, you know what I mean? Like only Green you dot. really have to have been there <laughs> to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, if yeah. I, I say the word chomo and somebody knows what I'm talking about, I'm like, oh, see, where, where, how many times you been down? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's a certain word. One and he gets scared. If he gets wide eyed, I'm, I'm looking at him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know right away. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, right hey, hey, where, where are you going? Let, yeah, 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 let me see your paperwork. <laughs> I mean, even that, even, you know, like you said, there's just phrases and words. It's like, man, you know, and you, and in hip-hop especially, like, and in country rap, it, it has spilled over into country rap, too, because that being an outlaw is, is being an outlaw, you know, like. That's the truth. You know, yeah, and a, a lot of the guys outlaw. at the top have done time, you know. Yeah, or know people <laughs> that have, stroke. everybody's family is, you know. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean. Me and Struggle at the same penitentiary. Oh, no shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Shout That's out crazy. Fuck yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Yeah, no, I mean, that's real shit, though. Like, Struggle's done time. Adam's done time. You know I mean? Yeah. Ellie's done time. I mean, yeah. these dudes have all done time. Yep, that's the truth. Like, and they're all real ass dudes. Like, so, look, speaking just, of, it is what it is. if you can work with anybody in your lane right now, who would you work with? John Broadnax, and I hope he hears it, and really? I say it everywhere, and he, he knows it, but he, he won't work with anyone who's not on his level or above, uh, and I'm not on his level or above, sadly. I mean, I'm just now really starting to push this year, bro. Like, I, so my, I'll go on ahead and plug myself right now. My next single that's coming out is, is me and Big Murph. I don't know if you're a Big Murph oh, dude, fan, I'm but... Oh, Big Murph. Shout out, Big Murph. Yeah. Okay, so Big Murph and me, yeah, it's called Freight Train. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Like when I got the verse back from him from Dub, I got a shout out to Dub thirty 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 thirty. But uh, yeah, I was shout like, yeah, hey, I was like, I was like, oh my god, this bro, you killed this verse, and he was like, uh, I was I was happy because Murph said that it was one of his favorite features he's ever done, and you know, so he's got features with Search and Adam and every, so that made me feel good to be like. You know, he, yeah, he likes doing it, you know. And dude, like I said, dude, this song is going to be, it's a banger, bro. Like, it's, dude, it's dope. It's going to be. Big Murph is super like, intelligent. If you listen yeah, to Yeah, oh, bro, music, I love Big Murph. Like, oh, I'm a huge Big Murph fan. Yeah. Lyrics, he is super Oh, bro, super lyrical. Oh, I Super lyrical, bro. Yeah. Yep. So that's my thing is, I'm a, because I'm a battle rapper, 
I really appreciate lyricism. And I, like I said, I've always been the white boy who had to prove it to rap. I really appreciate lyricism. So that's something that I'm really striving for. Now, I am a big country rap unity person. Like, I I, I don't necessarily get involved in all the beef and shit. I mean, I guess cause, just because no one's ever dissed me or whatever, I guess I would destroy somebody if they dissed me or whatever. But, I'm probably but gonna, I just I'm haven't had any... find some people to talk some shit. <laughs> I just haven't had any problems with anybody, bro. And, and one of the reasons is because, like, I'm a dad and I have a bunch of kids. Uh, yep. I'm gonna hit a right, right, find me a problem. Right. one nuck. He said nuck if you buck on me. I don't know. Young buck. That's funny. <laughs> I actually like Knucklehead, man. I've actually listened to some of the shit. You know, I found that anybody kind of related to my name, of course. But, <laughs> but no, I just I appreciate lyricism. So, but I want to see the genre do better as a whole. So I appreciate the people who are putting on for the genre by making good music. So I'm just doing my best over this year to make good music, you know? And that's why I like my song with Leroy, this shit coming with Big Murph, you know? I got a song I just dropped with Rich Regal. You know, I'm working with guys, and I'm, I'm, I have a couple of people, I don't want to say any names, but I have a couple other kind of bigger artists too I'm working with, and some more people I've talked to. You know, I don't, I'm not a count your chickens before they hatch person, so I don't ever talk about shit. The uh, reason well, I'll tell you about the Murph, I'll tell you about the Murph shit because it's done sitting in the other room of my computer. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck like yeah. I can tell you, I can tell you about it because it already exists and I already have the wave files <laughs> yeah, back yeah, from yeah. Dub. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, hell yeah. Right. You know, I would never be like, yeah, man, me and so and so got a song coming just because we talked about it or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's that's lame. You know, yeah, so, no, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I just don't do that. And I try not to ride coattails or anything either. I'm a big, just like my song with Leroy. You know, hand up. You know, I, I believe in that shit. I'm trying to work myself into a position where people want to work with me, you know what I mean? So oh, 100%. that's why I'm going on tour right now. But real <laughs> recognize real, and that's some real ass shit. And you know what I'm saying? You've walked that good path. And you know, just from conversation that we've had, I can see you you are on a, on a good fucking lane. And most people that are on a good fucking lane get good fucking blessings. Man, I'm trying. I, I hope. You know what I'm saying? Look. I need a big blessing. Don't lie, don't Huge. cheat, don't steal. Don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal. Yeah. You'll be fucking That's good. just easy, man. Well, That's the penitentiary will teach you that, man. If yeah, you're a stand-up yeah, person. Your ass will get knocked off if you do either one of those. That's three. exactly right, bro. I always <laughs> tell people, like, anyone who's done penitentiary time, I know right away Yeah. you're a stand-up person. Like, if, if you were like, yeah, the penitentiary sucked, man, but it really wasn't that big of a deal. Well, I know you were a stand-up dude. You know what I mean? Because yep, it really ain't that big of a deal as long as you're it's a stand-up really dude. Not. It's just no, fucking it boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is the whole Gotta thing. fight it's sometimes. You know, shit. Occasionally, you have to put your hands up. You know, yeah. and it is what it is. You got to do that in the streets, too, though. You know, if you're, if you're real here. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I don't you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. But dude, I don't look, know. it was amazing having you on here, bro. And fucking... Man, for sure, bro. Dude. I'm glad I could give you as much time as I gave you. Definitely. I, I'm coming to Tennessee. I, I'll be in. I'll be in Nashville in June, bro. Okay. I'll, I'll hit you up. Yeah, I'm bringing my mom to the Loretta Lynn Ranch. Oh hell yeah! Now that's like yeah. I'm taking, that's like what? 45 minutes outside of Nashville? That's right there on Highway 13. I don't. It's like I think yeah, it's like I think it's an hour 13. and a half outside of Nashville. That's yeah. My, and then we're staying in Nashville little, a couple days after that too. That's my little. So yeah, I'll be there for like a week. Memphis. I used to go past Loretta Lynn's ranch as my back way to Memphis. Okay. Shot yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. 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 <laughs> I used to go. That was my little back yeah. road. Hell yeah. Can we get that on the spot? That'll wrap bars. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, can we get some bars? Can we get them bars? Hey, oh, you want some bars? We need some bars. We've been talking about it all night. Let's go. Okay, we want to talk about some bars. Hey, let's talk about I'll it. I'll let them pop up like a Pokemon. 
talk crazy to me, I'll show up at your house and poke your mom. You won't even know what's going on. Drop it and crush it like a beer can. Did you hear, man? I'll jump out flying off the top of a tree from a deer stand. Got an M16 in my hand. That bitch go and hit every man. Okay, no. <laughs> that's a, hey, that's that battle rap shit, though. Hey, oh, for real, though, you know, battle rappers always make it sound effects yeah. and shit. Like, hell and hell talking yeah. about how big their gun is. Like, my hell gun's yeah. so big. How big is it? My gun's so big, it knocked down Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> like, what? Hell yeah. Hey, I love that shit. Yeah, it's funny. I'll be, yeah. yeah, be on Instagram looking at that shit. Yeah. But look, man. It was yeah, I still watch this shit, too. Yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate you. I gotta cut this. My backstory get category. A lot of sleep deprived bad mornings. Stay gone, had to make money. All the clients used to ask for my final form hit so proper. Just had a visit with the witch doctor. Got more soul than a lot of y'all. Bigger heart and bigger balls. Climb further for a longer fall. To the top, passing all of y'all. Still swerving, I'm feeling good and didn't touch any alcohol. On my own, too, no handouts. Matter of fact, fuck all of y'all. I was baptized in that creek water. Caught the Holy Ghost in a trap house. Learn the game from my forefather Go get the cheese and keep the rats out Can't go your mile and I'm going farther Keep, keep running till I pass out I want it all so I'm going